How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. What's true is here and now. We, we have a tendency as human beings to time travel, like to go into past and future. And, you know, whenever I do that, I, I can create sometimes fantasy that's pleasant, but also a lot of suffering for myself. Hey, thanks for listening to We're Momming today. If you're listening on a smart speaker or website, make sure to find me, Lauren Simonetti, on your favorite podcast platform like Apple Podcasts, Google, TuneIn, and Stitcher. And don't forget to leave me a review. Momming today with Lauren Taus, a psychotherapist and yoga teacher, about how to stay healthy both physically and mentally, which is probably more important right now. Lauren, good to see you. How are you guys doing? You're in California under lockdown, like most of us. It's a roller coaster, and I'm riding the waves with a good spirit. How do you do that? You're very, um, you are a a therapist and you have a podcast and a website and a company called Inbodied about turning in. So what advice do you give people right now? And and how is that different than advice you've given in the past? Yeah, I, I you know, it's funny. When 2020 arrived, I declared that this would be my year of here. I had no idea how much here I would be experiencing. <laughs> And, you know, I say that with a big smile. I, I really believe that there is a great deal of opportunity in this moment for us as a global collective. And I'm also super conscious of the suffering and the pain. So, you know, I think it's really important to acknowledge what you're feeling and to make space for it, to make space for like the breadth of it in, in any given moment. So it's, um, I, I mean, my business has been busier than ever. <laughs> um, people, so what are people saying to you? People have a hard time being with what is. And so many of our typical defenses are no longer available to us. Our, you know, the speed of life, the kind of running around has stopped. And so people are just present to their experience in a way that's disorienting. And, you know, I, what I'm seeing is that whatever ruptures were in a person's ex- life and heart have turned into like massive, massive problems. <laughs> and like, it's unearthing this, this COVID is unearthing what's already been there for us to, to untangle. I know, you know, there's this whole um, discourse right now, How long should places stay closed because she wants society to be healthy and safe? But then again, the more you keep something closed, more problems arise. What if you're living, you know, with a family where there's abuse and now you're stuck with that family all the time? There's there's nowhere to go. Or, you know, if you you have addiction problems, you might be tempted more now than ever. 
I'm very aware of the, those problems. The, and, the fact that intimate and partner sure violence we're, is we're okay. on the rise, suicidality, depression, anxiety, that um, and that the conditions that I myself find myself in, and as well, the majority of my clients are are much more privileged and resourced. I am anticipating, you know, a, a, what what I call a mental health pandemic in the aftermath of this, which is actually happening now. Um, and there are, of course, resources available for people who are in physical danger. Um, it's not my wheelhouse as much. I, I'm, I'm kind of dealing with people who who have enough to put food on their table, but are, are struggling within the confines of their own minds and bodies to be well at this time. What exactly does that mean? Yeah. So anxiety, I, I mean, the, the endless thoughts, the sleepless nights, the um, eating disordered behavior, the uh, obsessive compulsive, the, the communication challenges, these kinds of issues. And I'm inviting my clients and myself to slow down, right? Because the, the speed is, is, is still there and, and to, to notice what's happening allows us to to be in in responsible action to be consciously choosing what we're saying how we're doing like what you know we have to be present to to the experience in order to shift it mm-hmm. so people are basically like of their thoughts and not like conscious of them <laughs> to think to create a little separation is important you work on something called psychedelic assisted therapy. Um, <laughs> that sounds very new age. What exactly is it? Yeah. You're like, how uh, many times have I gotten this question? <laughs> it's such an important question. So psychedelic is mind manifesting. That's what the word means. And we have all kinds of stories about ourselves, other people in the world that we assume to be true without recognizing that they're stories. And if they're stories, then we can change them. Psychedelic assisted therapy is a type of work that I'm doing that basically invites the tools of of psychedelic medicine. Uh, Specifically, ketamine is what I work with in my practice and allows a person to journey in their subconscious mind and access different parts of themselves, anchor into different parts of themselves. So I think, and it's important to say that I don't work with my clients in with medicine unless I've already developed a long relationship with them. Like I need to know who's who in their zoo, what their challenges are, their opportunities are, et cetera. And once I know that, we can go a little bit deeper together. It's but you're not a, you're not a medical doctor. Is this is this legal? <laughs> yes, it's legal. And I work in partnership with a couple different MDs. So they're prescribing. It's and and I and I think that that's also an important thing to name outside of the the medical aspect of it that it's relational. It's relational from the clinical perspective as well. And we're all in relationship with ourselves. So we get to like cultivate more kindness there and more kind of connection interconnectivity. Um, and I get to do that with, with a team of, of a doctor and my, and the clients. So when, when we're working with medicine, the first hour would look like a traditional 
talk therapy session. The second hour is a journey. And in that space and time, a person's likely to put on an eye mask, listen to music that's evocative and really go in. My brand is called Embodied. It's about going in. And in that space and time, which again is about an hour, the client is really doing their own healing work and in the context of relationship. So all kinds of different experiences present colors, visuals, et cetera, that in the last hour of the session, we unpack and anchor and process and do integration work around. You say you're more busy now than ever. Do you think it's because people are more confused and troubled now more than ever or because they have more time on their hands or both? I think this is hard. I think this is a really painful moment for the planet. And people are suffering and struggling and dealing with, with latent content that's been beneath the surface that, you know, now that they don't have really anywhere to go and so much to do, they're confronted with themselves and they're confronted with their own mortality and they need help. They need support. So I'm grateful to be able to show up in that way. Are, if you, if you were to categorize, um, the patients that you see are, are most of them single or families or you got a little bit of everybody? I've definitely got a beautiful mix of single, married with children, no children. Um, I, 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 my client base tends to be more female and gay men. I do have a few straight men, but it's mostly women and gay men. And I say that with a big smile. <laughs> I'm, I'm just asking because if there's a point of commonality in all yeah. of these struggles, what would that be? My belief is that people develop a lot of misguided defense mechanisms along the human journey and in the process disconnect from their hearts. So they're not receiving the, their own love and in fact, are often receiving quite a lot of judgment and an inner dialogue that can be very violent. So bringing a person back to a place of loving kindness is so much of my work. I wonder how many people, I'm, I'm thinking mothers, my, myself, yeah. um, where there's really no outlets anymore because you have to be on. If you do still have a job and you are working from home, you have to be able to perform that job. You have to still care for your children, maybe more so now because of everything that they're dealing with. And there's not many places you can send them right now. Um, I'm just wondering our capacity to be able to do all these things in different ways. And while we do adapt, that's, that's our nature. People adapt. I'd say, Women are mothers are probably the best at this than anybody because they need to. They're they're being forced to constantly. I'm just I'm really curious how society gets through this. Gosh, it's it's a great unknown. Like this is a this is a a watershed moment for the planet, and in many ways, I feel very um, unified as a global collective in a way that feels really refreshing and hopeful. I. I want to acknowledge the the mothers and the the challenges of of being on all the time and having 
another human outside of yourself to really tend to 24 hours a day, that that's a challenge that, that really gets to be like acknowledged and, and, and it's okay that it, that it's hard and it's okay. Like the, the it's, it's hard. Um, I, I like, I talk about being the own, being the grandmother and father of your own personal experience. So like really attending to yourself in the process and making space for yourself, even, even in the midst of other things going on. Right. Because what was that? Hell. Yeah. Mindfulness. I mean, feet on the ground, pay attention to your breath, like pay be very conscious of the sensations in your body. Um, eye contact, hands on your own body. I think that's a very powerful medicine, like hands on your own heart. Take a moment, like even if it's literally just a moment to attend and befriend to your own experience. Do you mean literally touch your chest, touch your heart? Yes. So little things go a long way. Oh my gosh. Like little things make the world go around. Yeah, that's true. All right. I want, I want to know what else, but hold that thought. We're going to have more momming right after this. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Okay, we're back with Lauren Toss talking about the little things. So did you come up with any others that make a big difference? Oh my gosh. Gratitude as a lifestyle. And I I mean, it's been something that's been such an integral part of my personal practice for literally decades. And it shifts my mind and my experience all the time. So we get to be in a practice of growing the good, right? Attention goes where energy flows. So like, look for it. And you can also include in your gratitude, sadness grateful to feel grateful for the depth of, of heart, grateful for the giggle of my, my daughter, grateful for the, the wind and, and the greenness of the leaves on the trees. There's so many little things to notice that can shift your perspective, right? It's we're only ever experiencing ourselves. So what are we focusing on? And, you know, I, I mentioned earlier that we, we take for, truth, the stories that we make up. And I believe that as human beings, we're meaning making machines. So what stories are you telling yourself? And maybe you want to tell yourself a different story. You have me thinking right now. (laughs) What is fact? What is fiction? Um, How do you best channel that? So if we don't do a therapy session with you, how do you go inward and into your mind and and figure out what's true and what's false? Well, what's true is here and now. We we have a tendency as human beings to time travel, like to go into past and future. And you know, whenever I do that, I I can create sometimes fantasy that's pleasant, but also a lot of suffering for myself. So Getting here and now is a really important tool to train. And 
one of my dear teachers, Brianna Cavion, talks about breath, sound, movement, and touch. So literally just riding your breath, like paying attention to your breath. Breath is is intertwined with your nervous system. So if you take a big inhale and a big exhale, it's going to downregulate. It's going to create a little bit more calm, a little bit more anchoring in the present moment. Sound, like let it out. We're so modest. I, I really encourage everyone to to shout, to, to release sound, emotional exhalations, whatever it is, like let it out of your body. And I encourage sound. Like there's, I, I often like to, and this might be more difficult for mamas who might not have as much space, but for, and it might be possible, but to listen to music that feels nourishing, that's evocative, that touches your heart, that opens your heart. The, the touch piece is a really important one. Like your hands on your heart is really powerful. Like I'm putting my hand on my heart right now. It feels good. <laughs> so what I'm hearing you say, like to, to, to mega simplify this is we have time right now. And if we just simplify and pay attention to our basic senses, our five senses, it could make a whole lot of difference in a world where right now we're relying on technology more than ever. If we kind of just go back to the basics. Yeah. I mean, the beauty's in the detail always has been. And, you know, I, I find that I'm struggling to be present in conversations that are not acknowledging the pain and suffering that are happening right now. Once I've done that, I'm able to really move into the opportunity. I'm uh, you have opened my mind, Lauren. <laughs> I think that's, I think that's all I have. I'm just like, wow. Um, yeah, no, it, it's, it's been a trying, a very trying time for so many people, so many families out there. Um, where can we find you, your website, your podcast, maybe some yoga classes you might be teaching virtually. Yes. I, have a website, Embodied Life. I am go in. The biggest, bravest, most beautiful journeys are always inward, and the the space is fertile for for that kind of work right now. So, Embodied B O D I E D Life dot com, and the body keeps the score. Your body has so much wisdom and intelligence that we override. We're, we're so educated and trained to divorce from our own bodies. And, and our bodies will never lie. Our bodies are like so, so wise. They're such powerful teachers. Inbodiedlife.com. Lots of information about me there, including my, my podcast, which you can find on iTunes and Spotify. Season two of Inbodied Life, the podcast focuses on mental health, psychedelics in general, and good living. I'm incredibly proud of the conversations that I'm releasing there and the, the people that I'm talking to. Really, really exciting stuff. And also my my Instagram is just my name at Lauren.taus, T-A-U-S. And lastly, Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Zoom. I've been teaching a 60-minute vinyasa practice. It's been a really, really anchoring space and place. I do have mamas there. And people are gathering literally from all corners of the planet. I regularly have participants and students showing up from the UK, Israel, France, 
Canada, Mexico, all over the country. And like I said, I do think that this moment is also very unifying in many ways. And to hear and see and move with people from all over the planet has been really, really medicinal and uplifting for me. So I would love to to share that space with more people. And you might have a student from New Jersey tuning in virtually. Lauren, thank you so much for the time. Oh, you're so welcome. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.